Welcome to The Deep End, a podcast brought to you by DigitalOcean. In this episode, listen in as we chat with Pedro Araujo, CTO and co-founder of Attentive. Attentive is leveraging AI to automate and scale the sales process for your business. Hi, um, I'm Vinny. I'm an engineer at DigitalOcean, um, and I'm here here with Pedro. He works as CTO at Attentive.us. Um, is that how you say attentive us? Attentive. Uh, yeah, you can say either attentive or attentive us. I yeah. see. Cool. Yes. Um, cool. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your company? Um, uh, yeah, sure. So the, um, we started attentive. The, the main idea started a lot of years ago. Me and, and my, my brother is our, our, our CEO. Uh, we started discussing how we, we would consume information in the, in the future, mm-hmm. how we would... Um, how the, the platforms would be smarter mm-hmm. and uh, and we did a lot of tinkering, a lot of projects and we, we, we like to build things mm-hmm. um, and uh, then we, we got to, to, the, to the current idea where we have for Attentive, the current vision and then we went to Luis, our, our co-founder, he's also a technical guy, we were ready to start implementing the, our vision and um, we talked to Luis, he joined us and the three of us, we went through accelerator programs and and uh, even tech stars and um, yeah we're we're building since then and in these almost two years uh, how uh, what's the in the part of the journey how what surprised you the most what was something that I you didn't even imagine when having the idea of the company what happened that you're like wow what's uh, honestly I think the biggest surprise would be tech stars mm-hmm. getting into tech stars was humbling we were just a, we're with the three of us were from Braga in, mm-hmm. in back in the north of Portugal which is a very small town mm-hmm. it's the third in Portugal but it's still small um, getting into Texas was a huge deal where mm-hmm. we we couldn't believe when 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 they when they accepted us so that mm-hmm. was an, an amazing experience that's awesome yeah. and I'm a tech guy also yeah. so I'm thinking like uh, how did you uh, set up in terms of like in the in, in, in with um, uh, your team like okay like let's build things so that it can move fast um, how that did that influence the the trajectory of the company like did you feel like oh I need to uh, do technology differently because of that or it was that like okay let's build this and then if it doesn't work out we're just gonna um, uh, no we usually we, when we build something we're gonna we just we try to make it uh, stable and be mm-hmm. be the, the final thing. Um, what we did in initially, we, we tried to do the develop fast and don't don't test anything. Mm-hmm. Don't just let's just mm-hmm. do this. But after after a few months, we were like every time we're gonna deploy, we're like in very afraid. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not sure if it's gonna break. It's not gonna break. So so what we did was take one step back mm-hmm. and and say no. Let's let's do everything fast, but. We're experienced developers, so let's do things mm-hmm. fast, but well, and test everything, and do do like a continuous integration, continuous development, deployment, and everything. I see. Uh, because the, we were honestly afraid of, the, yeah. of deploying. Yeah. So our main, I think our main focus, our main shift in in perspective was to the develop fast is good mm-hmm. for very like the first months. It's it's okay, but then you you have to change that really quickly. And um, that's one of the things we, that we had to, mm-hmm. to change. I see, that's cool. 
Um, so from what you're mentioning about um, how you have experienced people to be able to do that really fast, yeah. is that how you see like, okay, if we're bringing someone aboard, it's a small company um, and it's a, it's a difficult uh, uh, journey because it's in the beginning, you have a lot to move on. How do you, did that change the way you're thinking of like bringing early employees? How do you, do you screen uh, them and talk to yeah, them? Yeah, so... Um, on the stage where we're at, um, for the development side, we we try to focus. We we've been talking to people, and we try to focus on more experienced people mm -hmm. because, for technical on a technical perspective, it's easier to tell an like just give the code to an experienced person. Mm -hmm. He's gonna um, he or she is gonna do everything and mm -hmm. get there fast. Um, but we we do want juniors because they they are. They, they like to learn, they're, they're much faster learning new things than we are, we're just... <laughs> um, but um, that's, we can't do that now, it's going to be uh, a bit in the, in, in the future because experienced people just bring mm -hmm. uh, so much knowledge. Um, saying that, uh, having said that, we, we do try to not um, hire for skills, mm -hmm. so it's not... Uh, if you fill out a, sp a spreadsheet and you, you match all the skills, we don't try to hire for mm -hmm. that. Um, we, we try to do uh, more um, core values based ah, um, recruitment, which is if, if they believe in the same things that we do, if mm -hmm. they match the, the company's core values, it's, it's easier to, to teach them afterwards because skills can be taught, That's but the core values are just car values, you either have them or you don't. Are you a scaling startup? Here's $100 to try out DigitalOcean. Go to do.co slash deepen100 and redeem your credit today. The technology that you choose, um, that you chose for the company, did that was that influenced by uh, a market or for sourcing of people? How did that go? Uh, yeah, so we, we didn't... Um, we, we chose the technologies that we were all already using and that we know. Me and Luis uh, were uh, from computer science and we, we, we love to tinker, so we focus on, on open source. Anything that's open source is fair game, mm -hmm. um, mainly because it's free, it's open, everyone can learn it back at home, even before they start, and uh, which is a great uh, plus. And uh, everyone's writing documentation for you, which mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. Um, and um, having having open source as a minimum that that's the minimum requirement for 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 for, for developers for mm -hmm. on on attentive. Um, apart from that, we're just we're we're using Python, so um, that's that's the that's our base the language for backend API and all of that. Um, yeah, I don't know if. How do you tackle scalability in, in the company? Because um, there's a, whenever you have to deal with machine learning, you probably need a lot of data to get models that actually work. So how do you approach it in terms of tech stack and horizontal or vertical? Yeah. So um, in, in initially, in the, in the first times of the company, we were doing single machine, like, like everyone. Our second step was to split it in different machines. Um, third step, making containers like everyone's doing now, mm -hmm. uh, separating everything in single containers, and then we, the the most difficult step was to how do you run this? How do you put containers? Like they're awesome for scalability. Everyone's saying like you just 
throw more containers, run them. Uh, but it, how, how do you do that? And we, we were using a proprietary uh, so, so solution, um, but now, now we joined Hatch and we started doing more bare metal. So because we're a three experienced developers, we, we do have the knowledge to, like, to build everything from scratch, which is awesome for, for us. Proprietary uh, solutions usually are locked in, like they, you, you can't touch any settings. It's if they have settings, it's not the best. It's it's hard, but like we have the experience, so Hatch was a, a big help in that because uh, being able to just deploy machines and run them and test everything really mm -hmm. really fast really helped us. So our final conclusion right now is Kubernetes. We're running, mm -hmm. um, our cluster is running. So if, if we have the need for more computational power, just throw more of our machines and more containers and we run everything. And Hatch was a big part of that. We, like, we, we were able to quickly have a cluster running and be very stable. And that's how we deal with, with scalability. So in that um, did you roll your um, monitoring tools and or uh, did you use open source stuff? I already mentioned being passionate about open source. How do you go through like getting all this infrastructure? How do you operate it? Yeah. Um, so right now uh, for for the Kubernetes cluster, we're running um, Terraform mm -hmm. to build the cluster, have the cluster running, and keep it up to date when we need a new worker. A new uh, machine for the a new node for the cluster. Just do an increment on the script, run it, and it's gonna build a new machine connected to the cluster and be there. Uh, we use low load balancers a lot, mm -hmm. uh, the, um, the DigitalOcean ones, so we can um, build our services and then connect a load balancer to all the workers. It, they're they're gonna uh, serve all the requests, uh, the firewalls, which are like the basic components that. We need mainly mm -hmm. the load balancers. They're awesome to use. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and um, yeah, we just have a Terraform script, run it, build a cluster, and then put the load balancers there and protect everything with with, with, with firewalls. That's mainly it. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, okay. this is awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. <laughs>